Today's episode of the Tighten Up Talk is brought to you by our friends at Parkway Poorhouse. If you are in Chattanooga, Tennessee or the surrounding areas and need a great spot to grab some delicious food with the family or want to grab a patio spot and enjoy some appetizers and a cold adult beverage, we'll look no further because Parkway Poorhouse is the prime spot for either occasion. Visit parkwaypoorhouse.com to plan your visit today. And folks, Today is a great day to hit Parkway Poorhouse because your boy, the Chattanooga Titans fans, Chase Green, Zach Brooks, Brian Hager, the whole crew, the Hortons, Amy, everybody's going to be out there today. It's going to be a packed house. We had a fantastic turnout last night for our Chattanooga Vols fans party as we watched the Tennessee Volunteers beat the South Carolina Gamecocks in a very competitive, you know, kind of week one. It was an ugly win. Chalk it up. But uh, had a fantastic time there. But we'll be there today, 12 o'clock Eastern time for our social hour. And then 1 o'clock is kickoff. Bring your Titans gear. Be loud, be proud, have fun, enjoy the delicious food and atmosphere at Parkway Poorhouse. It's supposed to be a gorgeous day today. I'm looking out my window right now, seeing some beautiful skies as the sun is coming over the hills. But guys, it's week three for the Tennessee Titans. It's going to be a big test for today. We'll discuss everything in full as far as what I'm thinking for this matchup. I was trying to line up some guests to try and join, unfortunately, due to my lack of planning and overload of parenting, work, Chat 10 Sports. I was not able to get them on this week, but we will probably do it in the next week. Next weeks, so keep an eye out for that. But guys, I'm going to say this straight up, and I told this to Chase Green last night. Get excited. I think the Titans are going off today. I think it's going to be kind of a day of reckoning for the NFL. Not in a respect. I know respect's always been a kind of a hot word for Titans fans and respect us. If you have to tell someone to respect you, you're probably not worth respecting. That's what I've always been told. That's what they always say, whoever they is. Um, but frankly, if we just show up, kind of do our job, and that's, that's again, I know we talked about it probably more than just last week, but this team has embodied Mike Frable. We don't need everybody's love. We don't need everybody's respect. We don't need everybody's attention. We're going to show up and punch you square in the face, uh, and I think that's going to happen today. Obviously, Ryan Tannehill has been hot. Derrick Henry's liked a little bit of a step, which we all talked about. We all know this. It's something I'm, I'm interested to see what the team's going to do against a very much depleted and kind of, uh, uh, I'd say a little bit all over the place, Minnesota Vikings team. Obviously, right now, I don't understand why uh, ESPN's matchup predictor is becoming more and more of a uh, kind of a toss-up. They don't seem to really care. Uh, as of right now, the spread is is negative two and a half for the vault for the vault for the Titans. Um, it's going to be a day where I think, obviously, I think the Tennessee Titans are already on the radar for you know Good Morning Football. Kyle Brandt, that whole crew was talking about you know is this team a Super Bowl caliber team? Um, I think this is the week that they kind of make a definitive statement to say yeah we're we're legit now. As we mentioned, and I, I've got pulled up here the injury report um, as of. Today, and I think it was reported in the last couple of days, but A.J. Brown is out again this week. Still don't know what's up with that knee. The rumor of a bone bruise, that's something that we will obviously continue to watch. It's not fun to lose him, but it's nice to be able to see the Tennessee Titans with Corey Davis. Humphreys, had, this is something not a lot of folks have been talking about. Humphreys had a great last week, uh, and, and really last two weeks, where he's just been able to be reliable, you know, be the the guy they brought him here to be. Get those, you know, kind of move the chain catches. Uh, he's just underneath the coverage, or he's, you know, I, I Chad Wither said this on the midday 180, and I think Hutton did as well. 
every time the guy gets the ball, it seems like he is about to get blasted and he's about to break in half, but he just keeps getting up. It's exciting, but I was very happy to see what he was able to do. Obviously, John, John Smith, my fantasy football tight end. Hallelujah. I'm a big tight ends guy. Um, went off last week. I think, guys, I think we're primed for another one of these days because right now the Vikings, uh, as far as they're, they're already depleted. No Daniel Hunter. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of other other uh, Anthony Barr. There we go. My brain's finally waking up. But Cameron uh, Dansler, cornerback. Mike Hughes, cornerback. Mike Boone was is questionable right now. But Dansler and Hughes are both out. Troy Die is out. A linebacker for them. A lot of injuries. Uh, and I, I know Kirk Cousins. I mean, especially if you watch the Colts Vikings game from last week. Very very ugly it was not good uh so i think today's gonna be a very um you know important day obviously three you know i was trying to find some stats on when the last time the titans went three and oh and i have yet to find that um see if i can pull it up here i'm sorry one second so let's see i'm going to pull this up here the list of tennessee titans seasons and this is well, it doesn't give me the week by week, but I'm just trying to – I'll see if I can follow up on that. That's one thing I do want to see. I, I, I'm i fully in, in full belief that we're going to see number three, you know, and then go into next week against the Steelers, the October 4th matchup, the first time you can have fans for the Titans at Nissan Stadium, which is, according to Paul Kaharski, already sold out, which is exciting. Um, and then, obviously, Bills, Texans, it's going to be, you know, a couple weeks. And here's the thing. We started thinking out, and I was telling this to Chase, we started out thinking – those Broncos-Jags games would be the two kind of gimmies. Vikings-Steelers, obviously Bills, and we didn't know this at the time, but the Texans aren't that, that, that good. So this schedule is not looking to be easier, but obviously a lot of breaks, a lot of things are going the Titans away, especially with the team for prime example like the Vikings. Uh, no Stephon Diggs. Adam Thielen has been basically the only guy. And Tajay Sharp is your number two receiver. If if Let me pull it up here for, for their uh, – their depth chart, I want to make sure of that, but I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. So it might be one of those days where you force Kirk Cousins to run, try and shut down Dalvin Cook. That's the kind of way I would I would play it if I'm if I'm you know a, a, you know armchair quarterback or arm, armchair head coach or whatnot. It's something that I think Kirk Cousins is going to be a massive liability right now on the seasons. He's got 51 passes, 30 completions. 37, uh, 372 yards passing, two touchdowns, and four picks. So, comparatively speaking to Tannehill, obviously Tannehill's 488 passing yards on 67 attempts, 47 completions, six touchdowns. It could be a good day for him. Yeah, Thielen is that guy right now, and I'm still trying to get my dadgum computer to load up here. So, hang tight with me as I pull up their depth chart. So let's go through what they've currently got active. Obviously, Kirk Cousins starting, Delvin Cook, Thielen's the number one guy, Tajay Sharp's behind him, BC Johnson, uh, you know, Justin Jefferson, rookie out of LSU, could be fun to watch. Kyle Rudolph's kind of been MIA. Their offensive line seems to be a little bit suspect, and then I think their defense, aside from Yannick Ngakwe, he'll be the guy. I'm, I'm interested to see. That's something you might want to watch as well, where he lines up and how he does against. Obviously, I think he'll he'll farewell, or Lawan will farewell against Ngakwe. But how's Dennis Kelly going to do that, and how he's he going to be, um, you know, as far as uh, Yannick, I wouldn't say he's a top 
three pass rusher in the league, but you know he, d- he definitely holds his own. I'm not seeing a ton of footage regarding uh, how that right side of the offensive line <clears throat> is doing, but you know Zach Brooks, who is now the host of our Hit and Dingers podcast, still very excited about that. Um, we're talking. We were talking last night about how how honestly Derrick Henry has looked slow out the gate. I think everyone's on the same page there, but. Why? The, the question for me is why is he coming out the gate slow? Because for the Titans, Nate Davis kind of came on last year. Obviously, Jack Conklin now with the Browns filling that hole. The question marks is still there for when is Isaiah Wilson going to get off the COVID list? Uh, I have no information on that. I've actually tried to reach out to a couple different people to see if we can find it. But I know the, here's the good thing, guys. The ball's getting out quick. If we can continue to have Derrick Henry kind of slow trickle, um, getting 84 yards last week, 100 yards the, the week prior. But the big news and the, probably the most exciting thing that I'm excited about and looking forward to seeing this week is the return of Darrington Evans. Um, according to, let's see, the injury report here, I believe he practiced all week. Let me get this right. Yeah, full participant all three days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. He had the hamstring issue. Other guys that might be out, um, Jonathan Joseph did not practice Thursday. Derek Roberson did not practice Thursday. Of course, A.J. Brown being out. Malcolm Butler did not practice on Wednesday, limited Thursday, and was a full participant Friday, so I I expect him to go. It'll be a fun day to watch. The secondary, obviously, that's still kind of that, you know, defensive end, uh, defensive side of the ball, I should say. Um Kind of lingering question, something too. I know it's been a big conversation, and we already talked about it this week, is the amount of sacks and quarterback quarterback pressures we're getting. We all know Vic Beasley is most likely going to make his debut after a very strange um, interaction with the media, kind of giving some light to why he was late to training camp. And, of course, Paul Kaharski in the media team, I think they're doing a kick-ass job. But Paul in particular – Asking the pointed question that a lot of fans either were applauding or saying, stop being so negative, Paul. <clears throat> Look, as a member of Paul's site, y'all y'all might think I'm a, I'm a Paul fanboy. I have a ton of respect for Paul as a journalist. Obviously, he's he's been around. Jim Wyatt, you know, uh, John Glennon's been around for a long time with the Tennessee Titans. But Paul is that guy. I think he, obviously, people think Vrabel hates him. I don't think Vrabel hates him. I think it's a good little Yankee banter between the, you know, Ohio State guy and, and, and a New Jersey, you know, Paul Kaharski, which, again, is fantastic. But I love the I love the questioning for Vic Beasley. It sounds like, you know, conversations were had. Either Vic Beasley didn't like something that, that got put in the fine print or something that wasn't necessarily 100% clarified. Things like that happen. It's pretty interesting to me just to call out some Titans fans, nobody in particular, but just kind of as a whole. Titans fans have this weird idea that everybody has to love you at all times. And and, and if you don't love the team, then, then you're dead. And I think the whole process of watching Vic Beasley come here, as drama-filled and as interesting as it got, give the guy an opportunity to go out there and play ball. We're not looking for Boy Scouts, right? We're not looking for the guys, well, I would have called my boss and said, I'm going to be late. This ain't how it works, man. <laughs> you write a contract up. He doesn't, just like Jadeveon Clowney, obviously he's still out of shape. And why is that? Because he did not want to go to training camp. He did not want to show up and do the conditioning drills. And we're seeing that, which, I mean, that's his choice. But on a on, for, for a guy who wants to come out and impress 
earn that contract, earn that deal, maybe for a long-term deal with the Titans. I'm speaking specifically about Clowney right now, not to confuse anybody with Beasley or whomever. But it's going to take him probably three, maybe four games. I would say next week we might start seeing like full conditioned. And they've been grueling. They've been, you know, as far as reps, you know, Kamala Correa, which again, Paul Kaharski's documented, done a great job. I highly recommend reading his stuff and paying for his site. Um, but it's something that, you know, Kamala Correa is not getting a ton of snaps. 17, I think, last week, 12 to the week prior, because they want Clowney out there. I think Vic Beasley being added to that trio that was running, I think it was Clowney, Kamala Correa, and I th- I'm trying to think of who else. I'm going to draw a blank there, so forgive me. Maybe it was Derek Roberson. Um, or he's been injured, so again, forgive me for that. But be nice to add him to the, to the, to the rotation there. Obviously, even in his, his media presser, he stated, you, we all know why I'm here, and it's to get sacks. Um, it'll be very interesting to see how this thing goes, if he's good, if he's bad. How How is that knee going to hold up? I'm rooting for the guy. I hope all Titans fans are and kind of getting past the petty. You were late. You made us feel like we didn't matter kind of a thing because at the end of the day, we're here to play ball and win some football games. And as of right now, the Titans are undefeated, uh, which is nice to say. I, again, I... 2-0 last week really got me excited, and I think 3-0 just takes it to the next level. I don't think we have to be one of those teams. Uh, obviously, I think through injury issues, obviously, like we were saying for Minnesota this week, they've had some things go their way. They've also had some injury issues um, with a Dory, you know, guys like that are that are currently on the IR. Excuse me. Um so I'm, I'm very interested to see which way this goes. I've also got from Jim Jim Wyatt, the great Jim Wyatt, six things on TennesseeTitans.com, six things to watch. Uh, can, can Tannehill stay hot? Uh, Henry's next gear, we've talked about that. Pass rush, we've talked about that. Top targets, defensive improvements, and seize the moment. I like, I like this is kind of where I think everybody's head's at right now. It's nice to see the fan base is on the same page. In, in comparison to years prior where we were literally at each other's throats over a quarterback, we've got the stability with, I think, the offensive side of the ball I'm very comfortable with. Um, it is that defensive side. And even, I know a lot of folks haven't talked about it. I've mentioned it, and others have mentioned it as well. I want to see the imp- the an improvement for special teams. Obviously, last week was a solid week for Khalif Raymond in the kick return game. Brett Kern continues to be Brett Kern. Um, kicking game, we saw obviously Goskowski bounce back, and I think this is kind of that that game where we're really going to start finding out who teams are and what what teams really bring to the table. Um, but that's something for me. I'm I'm specifically going to be watching again as the I've said it week on week in and week out as the self dubbed Khalif Raymond hype train conductor. We got to see something from Khalif, or you know expectations may be shifting when when Humphreys and when Corey Davis obviously John who is producing even a guy Cam Batson who is the only player uh elevated and activated from the practice squad this week had a solid week again Darrington Evan comes in as a good scat back well I mean I'm we have yet to really see what he can be in the NFL but at App State I mean the guy was out of the backfield very much uh I would say more similar to what you're looking for out of a you know Ezekiel uh Elliot, obviously Christian McCaffrey, that pass catcher. Not they're not. I'm not saying they're identical, but more so uh, 
they're more close than what a Henry would be compared to uh, Kamara. Even that, Pat, Pat, I'm I'm very excited to see Darrington Evans come out here and show it up. But all that to say, if Khalif Raymond does not stick out and make plays like he did last year, if we can get one of those like play action bombs, or he can have some type of success underneath like Adam Humphreys does to fill in that spot, it's time to make it's it's kind of where the you know the cream rises to the top. Who's really going to start to make the plays for this team? Uh, and Khalif Raymond might be one of those guys that either sinks to the top or he, he goes down to the bottom. Um, you know, even guy like uh, Anthony Ferkser, he's been reliable. Michael Pruitt, obviously catching. I think it was last week or maybe week prior. Forgive me for for not knowing that off the top of my head. Um, it's it, that's one thing for the offensive side of the ball that I'm really intrigued and and, and interested to see. Uh, for Khalif Raymond. Besides that, guys, um, I think Jeffrey Simmons is is on track to have, you know, obviously just a dominant season. Uh, it's been fun. It's been, you know, nice to see. Obviously, Rashawn Evans was back last week after getting ejected. Solid outing for him. And I think, you know, somebody said this week it's nice. Might have been Greg Crosell on the midday. He's not a guy that you really recognize when he's out there as far as obviously he plays very physical. And these are my words, not Greg, so don't think he said this. Come come at me on Twitter. But to clarify that you know, you notice when he's you, you don't notice when he's out there, but you notice whenever he's gone. I think his his knowledge, his leadership, uh, obviously he's wearing the green dots of calling plays. Um it, it's nice to have Rashawn back. Obviously, I think Will Compton filled in during um the Broncos game very well. David Long Jr. got some solid depth, which we all talked about. But the guy that I was missing earlier as far as that rotation for outside linebacker is Harold Landry. He's a guy I don't know if he's going to, um, you know, obviously Clowney's more known for his run defense than a pass rusher as far as an outside linebacker defensive end mold. Harold Landry is that he's not a one-trick pony, I would say. I know he has his moves, but he's a one-trick pony in my mind in the sense that he's got one job and he's good at it. And I think right now – or I'll say he's not necessarily good at it in a way that he's getting sack after sack, but he's he's known for it. And I'm, I'm starting to expect more from him where obviously Rashawn and Harold kind of obviously being in the same draft, one and two picks. But Harold Andrew was slated to go first round. And, and are we going to take that, that next step? Are we going to, you know kind of come around that corner where you're really putting guys offensive linemen on skates and you're really able to utilize those moves that he keeps talking about because I know he has his dip. I know he has his bend. I know he has his lean kind of on the outside, but I want to see a little, little, I don't know if it's a spin move, you know, like Dwight Freeney used to just throw people out, man. I mean, just that was, that was obviously probably one of the, the best spin moves we've seen. Uh, you know, I'm not going to debate about that, but, very much a, a notable spin move. I'd like to see Harold utilize that. And I think as as more of this defense kind of meshes, I don't, obviously we've talked about a lot of transition and change here with uh, obviously Jarrell Casey, Jack Crawford kind of you know slides in there as the, as the roster moves up, Clowney being here, Wesley Woodyard being gone. Um, there's still a lot, not to mention even the secondary with Malcolm Butler. If jo- if Jonathan Joseph, who, as we said last week, looks old, you know, Chris Jackson's been, uh, I think, yeah, from what ESPN is showing, I don't show him, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's on the IR right now. They've got him, Chris Jackson is out. He's been contributing with, with Christian Fulton. Um, 
props to Chris Jackson as a seventh-round pick for really contributing, and I think he might have had more snaps last week than Fulton. But all that to say, Josh Kalou obviously lined up as a safety. I think he could play cornerback. Um, but that that until Adore gets back, Jonathan Joseph being in there, he, he makes me a little bit nervous, especially if a guy like Thielen can get out there. And I know I don't think Thielen's necessarily a speed demon or a vertical threat necessarily, but um, maybe he is. I'm not really, you know, getting into the the nitpicky about that, but a guy like Jonathan Joseph has looked slow, looked older, uh, but I think he does provide a lot of, um, you know, obviously veteran knowledge for these guys. So it'll be fun to see there. Just a couple of things I'll be watching during the game just to kind of give you those thoughts. Um, besides that, I'm going to probably keep this pretty short this week since, like I said, I tried to get some guests line, lined up, but the, the, the week got away from me there. Um, beside that, obviously being in – uh, U.S. Bank Stadium's going to be nice to see that place again. Uh, it, yeah, and as I'm saying this, Mike Herndon just retweeted uh, Darren Nevin's uh, tweet this morning that says, thank you, Lord, for blessing me with another opportunity. I like the guy a lot. You guys know where I'll be. Hey, but listen, if you're in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area, if you're this in the surrounding areas, it's a couple-hour drive if you really want to come from Atlanta, Nashville, Knoxville. Everyone is welcome. I don't care if you're a Titans fan, if you're a Vikings fan. Come to Parkway Poorhouse. We will be nice to you as long as we're winning. If not, we're going to probably throw some chicken wings at you or something. But come to Parkway Poorhouse. Go to our chat, uh, chat10sports.com slash events, which will take you to our event page on Facebook. Come on out. Invite everybody. Do us a favor if you can to try an RSVP. We are trying to still kind of feel out as we get more and more folks turning out from kind of getting out of the woods of COVID-19. We've got our, our regulations and our protocols. We've had great success with them, have incredible, uh, you know, obviously atmosphere. Again, last week was great. We're doing giveaways. We've got Chattanooga Titans fans t-shirts that you can purchase. So make sure and come out today and have a lot of fun. The Titans hooked us up with some gear. So again, we're kind of honoring and giving back to our group and making sure that everybody has a chance. But we're doing it fun. So we're doing some Titans trivia giveaways. Um, during halftime, and then we're actually calling out some, as we got called out last week by the Seattle Titans fans, we've laid the gauntlet down. We're doing a, a uh, I think, a kickoff chug or a shotgun of choice. You can chug. We're, we're getting a little $7 or 7-ounce ponies from the Parkway team and going to be chugging those at, at, at the kickoff. Um, so, yeah, get online. Give us a shout-out. Take a video, and uh, we'll retweet you. But, guys, Get excited. It's it's Titans game day. It's a lot of fun. I'm excited to be here. I hope you are too. Hope you're feeling well. Hope you are you're doing well. But guys, I'm gonna go ahead and sign off here. Make sure to find me on Twitter today. T-R-E-S-W-I-N-N. As as we've new as we've recently changed something, we've added a Titan Up Talk pod on Twitter so you can go follow us there. Get everything Titans in case you don't want to follow our main feed and get Balls Braves and everything else there. If you specifically want the injection of the Tennessee Titans interaction content and everything, go find us there. Um, <laughs> I was actually looking at the page right now, and uh, it's it's uh, last night we were making some jokes that with the volunteers, Jared Garantano uh, with the Northern Twing on the end there has a ridiculously accurate comparison to one Marcus Mariota who's still injured for the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm not going to say a lot because I think some people are 
they still get triggered by the uh, the hate, quote unquote. But it, it, they were very similar in how they made me feel with their inconsistencies. But guys, thank you very much again, Trey Win at uh, on Twitter T R E S W I N N. Also follow Chat Ten Sports, and we appreciate you. And uh, hope you have a great day and tighten up.